0: What's up everybody? It's your boy Just Manny coming at you guys with another episode. And today joining me is another special guest, and his name is Thomas Collier, good friend of mine. Say hi to the people, Thomas.
1: Hello everyone out there, all you Just Manny listeners and just Manny. It is great to be with you today, and I'm so excited to be here and I just can't wait to sit down and have a little talk with Just Manny for all of you today.
0: Alright, alright. So, today, Thomas, we're going to talk a little bit about what you're doing in life and what you plan to do in life. Am I right?
1: Absolutely, uh, just Manny. Uh, and, and, first, and first off, I, I do just want to say, I, I don't want to brush over the fact, uh, the current situation of the world right now that we're all going through, we're all living through it. Uh, whether you you are a person of faith, whether uh, that be Jewish or Catholic or Christian, or whether you're a non-believer or atheist or whatever your belief may be, everyone it, it's it's uh it, it's a terrible time, and I just hope everyone out there is safe and and pulling together, in my prayers are with everyone right now.
0: Most definitely, yeah, Thomas. Right now a lot of crazy things are going on with this virus and I know things will hopefully get better in times to come and we just, all we got to do is just, just pray and keep, keep going on with our daily lives.
1: Absolutely. My, my heart goes out to everyone right now. Um, I can't say, I can't say enough, you know, as far as, how, how sorry I feel for everyone to have to go through this. All the children that got uh, taken out of school, or um, everyone who does who were everyone who couldn't work. You know, think about everyone who was basically told to stay home, and you're not going to be able to make a living for the next couple of months or a few months or whoever knows how long. It's a sad situation.
0: Yeah, right now I know currently a lot of people around this area are jobless. And some people, some people can't even file for unemployment and some people are making more money on unemployment than they would at their actual job. So some people are benefiting, some people aren't benefiting, just everyone's just trying to get through these tough times right now. But I mean, it, it seems, it seems like things are a little crazy right now, but we'll see maybe a few more months, things will start to calm down a little bit, but it, it in the end, I don't think it'll ever be the same you know people won't want to go out as much as they do now like they're gonna to start to realize oh you know I don't know if I should go out to this restaurant because I don't want to sit somewhere where someone could have been sick you know
1: exactly exactly and it's a it's a tough decision it's a very tough decision for anyone to have to make Manny, uh, on a daily basis. You have to decide, do I go to work today? Do I go to the grocery store today? These are places that we have to go to survive. We have to work. We have to go to the grocery store and we have to buy food unless you own a garden or you hunt for you know, all of your food, which most Americans and and mostly people in the whole entire world have to hunt for their food anymore. And to but uh, this isn't a time uh, for me to judge them, I'm not judging them at all, but all I'm saying is that the world is in a scary place right now. And my prayers are out to everyone, each and every one of you, I'm praying for you right now. I'm praying for this world, and may God be with us right now.
0: Definitely, yeah, definitely right now in these times, it's good to good to definitely have some faith. Because the other in this crazy world is a lot of a lot of just wild things going on right now, especially not just the sickness, but also a lot of a lot of other uh, natural disasters around the world as well. I don't know if you looked into that, Thomas.
1: Manny, unfortunately, I see it every day, uh, just like everyone else uh, who has a phone, which we all do. Uh, it's a sad, it's a sad uh, sight to see when you actually look and see all the crime that is occurring in the world when you see all the natural disasters when you see the virus when you see so many so many homeless people in the streets without a home at night. it's it's a terrible thing when you really stop and you look out your comfortable bubble that you live in when you look outside of that bubble there is a world outside of you and outside of your family, your friends, and your job. There's a world outside of that that exists. And honestly, right now, I truly believe we've reached a, a point in time, Manny, where many men, especially our age, uh, I'm 36. I know you're in your 20s, um, but definitely men our age, 20s, thirties, forties. It's time for those men to rise up as leaders in any way that that may be, but in a positive form. And we all need to take that responsibility upon ourselves. And I'm speaking to all of the men in America. If you have children, you need to raise them. Friends, take care of them and not stab them in the back. I think God has put the brakes on us right now for a reason. And many people say, well, why would God do such a terrible thing? God is a mystery, and there's many things about God that I could never explain and that I'll never be able to explain. I am just a man. I am not a prophet. I am not of any type of supernatural, spiritual being at all. But I am a, I am a Christian, Manny, and I guess that's uh, kind of where we wanted to start. Was basically basically who I am, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, Thomas. Who 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 is Thomas Collier? Who who is the man I am speaking to today?
1: Uh, at one time, at one time, Manny, not too long ago, I wouldn't have been able to answer that question. That question there, Manny to me would have been a mystery but as of today May 8, 2020 I am glad to say that I can tell you that I know who Thomas Collier is I know exactly who I am and I know where I'm going and to take you to take you back basically to where I was um, I was lost, Manny. Have you ever felt lost in your life?
0: Every now and then, yeah. Every now and then, I feel a little lost, but then I get back onto, onto my main path.
1: Well, tell me this. Have you ever been depressed?
0: Not so. Not. I mean, I've had my sad moments, to be honest with you, but uh, I've never actually gone down that depression lane You know that, that some people go through. And uh, I know know it's a heavy, I know it's a heavy burden and people go through a lot when they're depressed and they, I always get the, Oh, you don't understand. Like you're right. I don't understand. I'm not going to act like I do understand that you're always sad all the time and that I can't do anything about it, but I can try to make the situation a little better for you. Right.
1: Now, how about anger? I'm sure you felt anger at some point, am I right?
0: Oh, yeah, everyone's had, had anger at some point.
1: Absolutely. Myself, Manny, I was full of those things, all those things I just mentioned. Many people, they don't have to worry about those things in life, and that is that is a blessing from God. A lot of people, they live off of the faith that maybe their family members once had. Maybe a lot of people can look back and say that their family, that their grandparents or their uncle or their parents even had faith and maybe their parents did a lot of praying for them and that got them to a certain point. But at a certain point in your life, you will have to stand up to God yourself and you will have to take charge and your family praying for you is no longer going to be the answer. You're going to have to be the one in charge at that point. And basically when I when I look back, man, honestly, I was in a dark, dark place in my life uh, for most of my life. Honestly, I was always a good guy. I mean, I I've had my moments, you know, of being a wild guy for sure. You know, I've I've definitely been down that road, you know, and uh, wasn't one shy to get in a little trouble and you know fight or whatever, what have you. Um, and just an idea of the type of kid I was you know, growing up. And I believe that all came from a, a certain point in my life when I was about uh, six years old. Um, I had an experience that I truly believe was when evil spirits entered. Now, do you believe in evil spirits, Danny?
0: I believe I believe in um, spirits and ghosts, yes. I actually do, man.
1: Well, I, I do, too. I, I do, too. I really do believe in spirits. Um, I believe that at the age of six, evil spirits attached to me uh, as a vulnerable, uh, weak, uh, desperate, lonely child. At uh, Many, many moments in my life, uh, there should have been an adult around, and there wasn't. And any child put in that position, no matter what it may be, uh, it's unfair to a child because a child is weak to evil spirits. Uh, an adult is... uh very... oh,
0: hey, Thomas. <laughs> Hello? Sorry about that, guys. Had a little bit of technical difficulties, but I'm back with my man, Thomas.
1: Yes, I, d- I do apologize for that, you all. Um, but basically, as I was saying... You know, uh, adults have that, they have the will and the power to basically decide for themselves where they stand, and they hold the power in fighting off spirits or being around good spirits, even. Um, But me as a child, I was definitely definitely attacked. I I do believe at a young age that there was a moment uh, in particular at the age of six when someone in my life and I truly believe in my heart that they did this uh, truly out of innocence Uh, but they basically gave me what would be comic books, uh, images pictures of demons from hell uh, actual demons that were actually written about Uh, but I was shown these images and very attracted to it and, uh, when my mother found out, she found them in my room, she disposed of them and she really, you know, let the person have it for giving them to me. And, you know, they were sorry. They didn't realize they thought they were just giving me cool comic books, but it was very satanic, the things that they gave me. Um, but I took an interest to in it, man. I really did. I mean, I, I was a vulnerable child. Couldn't you see that happening to any child at the time? Oh yeah. You know, a child is just a child. They have the willpower to influence that peer pressure. See, folks acting in a certain way. It's how you want to act, too, you know? And you don't know if it's right or wrong. You just know that the people you look up to, that's how they act. That's how they carry themselves. So, um, but basically, from that... Um, even though my mother disposed of those images and those comic books and everything, uh, basically it stayed with me. Um, I think in everything I ever did, I always liked the more edgy stuff. Uh, instead of liking Batman, I liked Joker. Um, I was almost always more of a villain guy. I felt like, um, honestly, at a young age, I felt no love in my heart for the world I loved those close to me I love myself I was very selfish um but even carrying over into uh, a teenager I think uh if I look back you know I'm really embarrassed uh, in the way I acted when I was in high school and stuff I, I'm ashamed of how you know I talked to someone back then um but it was it was growing up uh, uh, in a tough tough environment not not too tough not too tough to where I went over that edge but tough enough to where I was weak and I really believe like evil spirits attached to me I truly do now
0: what what changed what changed and what made you feel like you got rid of these spirits
1: well uh it's funny uh it's funny because this all goes back to a point uh, a few years ago actually my wife's grandfather uh he passed away unfortunately um god rest his soul may he rest in peace um but he passed away and at his funeral um the the pastor spoke and um then i think my mother-in-law spoke, and I don't really think anyone else really spoke. And I just kind of felt like something more needed to be said. This man was a good man, and and the little bit of time that I got to know him, I had a lot to say about him. So I just felt like it was the right time to step up and tell the world about this great man that I knew that was laying before them, passed away. Um, I did, and and many people. Uh, we're thankful that I did that day and I, I will never forget the pastor coming up to me um, afterwards and he said, uh, young man, you have a gift. You just don't know it yet. And it's funny. I, he just walked away and I just kind of, whoa, you know, what did that mean? You know, um, but then later on, I saw him by himself. So I walk over and I asked the, the pastor, I said, sir, uh, what exactly did you mean by that earlier? Uh, you know, what were you hitting at? And he's like, son, I can't tell you the answer to that. You're just going to have to pray. You're going to have to pray about it. Well, for the longest time, I never did. Many people had told me to pray throughout my life, and half-heartedly, maybe I did once or twice, but, I mean, I never took it serious, praying. I never knew how to pray. I never really knew what praying was and meant or anything like that. So I didn't pray when the pastor told me to after that happened. But I say that to say this. Um basically not too long ago um I reached a point in my life where I, it's it's funny, Manny, because honestly I had everything in the world that a guy could ever want. I have I had the best wife a man could ask for. Um, my loving wife, she's always supported me no matter what I want to do. She's always got my back, and she's a great mother to my children, who I'm also blessed to have in my life. I have four wonderful children from the, all the way down to, to two, and they are just amazing. And basically, for me, you know, it's, it's, it goes like this it's like I put God first, my wife second. And my children, and my family, mm-hmm. all of those, and my and my friends, and and that's and that's how I live my life. So all of those people are important, and uh, all of my friends are important. Hell, I mean, look, look, Manny, let's be honest here. All of all of your listeners are important to me. You are important to me. I am not perfect. I a life false of yeah. Luckily, I never did anything too bad. Never, never committed any I didn't have to, you know, sell. which a lot of people have to do. But luckily for me, I never did. But what ended up happening when I reached this dark moment of my life, after even after having all all the things you could ever want in your life, including a loving family, after all of that, down and depressed, I felt like I felt like I hit the world. I was my family. And my closest friends I felt like I hated the entire world. I really did. And that's a sad, sad way to be. I felt like no one cared about me, and I really didn't want to care about anyone else. If you needed me for something, you were just an issue. I Else, I'd rather not come up and talk to that, That's the way to live. And you know it. And it. And it, it was surrounding the evil spirits because allowed it. And you know I allowed it. how many?
0: would you allow it, man? It was through music, because believe it or not music. Power,
1: powerful tool. It's a powerful way to open up spiritual realms that we can only telling you even the side would agree with me because you go back and you listen to a lot of people from the 70s believe it or not of those 80s were actually going on black magic to write their music
0: oh yeah man That's i heard one. um a lot of a lot of 80s rock and and 70s and, and all that they they were very into satanic satanic rituals and all that
1: Absolutely, and, that, and that's where they got their power from, rich and famous, and it worked out for them right? some, at some price. There will be a price. What that price is, who knows? Uh, I'm sure many of you being of uh, uh, Hispanic uh, background and race know that there is a, there's a the the death, right?
0: Saint of Death, right? Yeah. La, it's called and, la, la Santa la Santa Muerte.
1: Okay, right. There you go. Right there. There there's people who who go to that and and they worship it and oh, they pray yeah, to it, you know.
0: There there are and, a lot of deities, a lot of other false false relics that people pray to and and it's just I feel like it's it's wrong, but you know, again, I'm not one to judge people what they believe in. But I mean, it's it's also there's all a lot of a lot of bad stuff that people believe in.
1: And that's my question for people too. It's like you know, if I'm sure most uh, most people in Mexico probably even would. Would tell you, hey, that stuff's no joke. You don't mess with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like they would, they tell you, hey, stay away from it, right?
0: Like, yeah, because
1: don't. they know. Yeah. They know. There's an evil. There's evil in the world, but there's also good in the world. Evil comes from somewhere, and good comes from somewhere.
0: Exactly. And
1: those spirits can be around you, either or. It can be good around you or evil around you. And for most of my life, it was evil spirits around me. Most of my life, and I and I say this now, Manny, to the world that I'm I'm proud to say that I'm a Christian. I'm a by faith right now. I am a Christian with no denomination. uh, A lot of a lot of people they like you know Southern Baptists or Southern Baptists or uh, Methodist or you know there's so many different denominations. Myself, I am a Christian. And that is so important to me. It is the most important thing in my life right now is my faith. Because I put God first in my life. And honestly, I was down and out. And two gentlemen, um, they were in my life at the time. Uh, I'm not going to name them. They know who they are. Um, they with me at the moment. I was um, up against the wall and feeling like it was against me. And uh, so I, I came to a room. I really felt like that mentally. I, I come to a fork in the road in my life. It was either a time to embrace uh, Satan or a time to embrace God, because going back to the music, the music had played such an important role in who I had become just listening to music to and from work every day. Uh, it had become 99.9% Satanic music. I was listening to everyone in my life, too, including my other and uh, school children. My life, my friends included, no one knew of uh, this dark secret of mine, this music that I was playing. And it totally, totally took off. If you listen to an album, there was. Album i listened to by a band slayer and i was very very slayer
0: um sorry so yeah that. sorry about that again guys you know it's just that's what you get when you live out here in the country you know you sometimes lose signal
1: <laughs> <laughs> amen to that amen i'm uh, sorry again everyone uh these, it's actually raining uh, where I'm at today, so not, not a good signal at all, and I, I do apologize to the Just Manny Nation out there. I do apologize. Uh, but back to where I was at with the whole Slayer thing and music, um, I was basically into it religiously. Uh, it was every day of my life. No one knew about it. It was my dark secret to the world. And it consumed me. That ideology, their thought process, it became who I am, or who I was, I should say. Um, I fed into it. Uh, When you listen to a song all the way to work that says, God hates us all, God hates us all, and you listen to that song on repeat, and then you work all day. And while you're at work, you have multiple opportunities to listen to music on your headphones, your earbuds, so you choose to listen to it, which I did. So I listen to God hates us all pretty much all day at work. Then on my way home from work, listen to guess what? God hates us all. God hates us all. God hates us all all the way down the merry road. That makes for uh, a very a very sad human being, Nanny. I, I I really don't like to say that, but it's it is what it is. Very sad human being.
0: And it's sad to say that uh, a lot of people follow down that road and you know it it, and I I think it's true as well that certain songs trigger certain emotions in in certain people that they can't handle. You know, like they say certain frequencies and certain songs can can cause can make someone do something that they don't want to, supposedly. Or, you know, after you listen to that song so many times it can eventually you know just stay stuck in your head certain bad things that are said in that song could be triggered one day in your life without you even realizing
1: that's exactly right and i and i am a firm believer now after my experience with this i truly believe music does affect the human brain it does affect the human mind thought process, and you go back and you look at it, and it's sad, Manny, I believe, in my childhood, uh, when I was younger, the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, it was a dangerous time to be a young kid, Um, a lot of violence on TV, and the number one thing that kids' minds, I believe, was the music, the gangster rap. And I was one of them. Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, the whole Death Row thing, East versus West. That was me growing up. Uh, You name it, when it came to hip-hop, I knew about it. All my friends knew about it. It didn't matter if they were poor, rich, what community they came from. Everybody was into gangster rap. And all the rappers will tell you, anything that wasn't gangster rap, it got pushed away, and if you and if you wanted to stay in the game, you had to become a gangster rapper. And if you look at MC Hammer as an example of that, you will see exactly what I'm saying. Uh, he went from Mr. You know, too legit to quit, and the next thing you know, he's he's shooting a video uh, at his house with Suge Knight and the Death Row group around, and he's trying to go for a more gangster look. Uh, but all that was fed to my generation, to the kids growing up when I grew up. And uh, it influenced most of us. We we were influenced to the to the fact that our heroes were rappers or scarface, something along those lines. Everyone wanted to be a gangster, everyone wanted to be fifty cent, everyone wanted to be Scarface, and that leads to jail time, and that leads to not having any money, not having a good life, just bad, 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 you name it. But that that goes back to music controlling the youth, and I, I truly believe it was used against my generation.
0: I feel like music was a tool used for many generations because... Even before gangster Rap, you know, you had rock, heavy metal and, you know, th- what they call now classic rock and all that type of rock. They had people go into these concerts and they would talk about drugs, having sex. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. And people don't realize that generation after generation, music is still pretty much controlling population. You know, you can hear a song nowadays and you'll be like it'll make you feel a certain way and people wonder like oh well why does this song make me feel this way it's because it's getting so deep into you that it's getting into your brain waves and making you feel that way like song, songs have power songs have po- well music music in general just has power
1: absolutely absolutely and anyone of faith especially Christianity will tell you that even the Bible songs in it, uh, actually any anything out of the chapter of, of the book of Psalm Psalms, they could be considered uh, songs, and 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 anyone who goes to church will tell you, uh, music is important, important, very important part of church. So it, it goes both ways. Music is sort of like, you know. To me, it's like, it's picking a it's side. It's picking a side. It's choosing. It's saying, what What do I want do I want to surround myself with? Because if I want to call dark evil spirits, you know, play this type of music. I want, you know, a little something better. You know, evil spirits away, maybe play this. I, I'm a firm believer, in that, and I know that Slayer definitely took over my waves and was definitely having me believe in their ideology and i was just totally against god totally against the world um thankfully you know i was just you know a person listening to music and it kind of you know put me in a bad spot as far as mentally but luckily by the grace of god by the grace of god two gentlemen they took a liking to me in a moment when most people could have turned their backs on me. The uh, law, of course, never turned their back on me. Children never turned their back on me. Family, closest of, closest of friends never turned their back. But these two gentlemen that came into my life, they were of a Christian faith. And they really put their arms around me and guided me. And I truly believe they taught me should have learned at a young age, but unfortunately I didn't. Not, not a lot of faith, a lot about Christian leader and stepping up and, and being a, a man or a woman. Being a man or a woman is stepping up to the Uh A lot of Christianity is that. Because any good Christian will gospel because that's what we're told. Was the good, the good news, and that is of uh, Christ, Christ's return, and the fact that He is still alive on Earth. But but basically, going back to the two gentlemen, I I don't want to say their names because that's the beautiful part about them, is that they would rather I not. They would honestly rather I not, and. it has a lot to do with their faith I, I truly believe because they're not out for the spotlight they're not out for the fame or the glory or they don't they don't want the whole world to know you know who they are bringing me you know to christianity or whatever just because that wasn't their purpose their sole purpose was to help a man that was down on his luck that had four kids and a wife at home dependent on him those men saw that in me. In a moment where I needed someone, those men, by the grace of God, thankfully, they believed in me because that's what Christianity teaches. is to believe in people, even when they're non believers. That's the beauty of Christians. And, and that's by the grace of God I came to be a Christian and I was just taken away by how Someone of their faith could know what they know about me, know where I stand, because from the beginning, I would tell them where I stood in life, and it definitely didn't fall in line with the Bible or Jesus or God or any of that. And they knew that, but they still cared about me. They still put their trust in me. They still believed in me. And that showed me a lot about Christianity. So there for a moment, I was brought to that fork that I mentioned earlier, Manny, uh-huh. and you you know what I'm saying, I mean, that fork in the road in people's lives, right?
0: Oh, yeah, you come into a crossroads, you don't know which way to take.
1: Exactly. And I think it, it, it got to that point for me, because at this house.
0: Oh, sorry again guys cut off on us again this, this is gonna happen every now and then for this episode just letting y'all know ahead of time that well not ahead of time but just now <laughs>
1: <laughs> well uh unfortunately at this moment manny i, I gotta think. uh there's someone who doesn't want this uh, this episode to air this week, and uh, there's some some evil forces working against us right now. Oh, but yeah. I can promise you that the good Lord will, and we are going to finish this episode for your just many uh, nation out there.
0: Most definitely, we're definitely going to finish this uh, this this episode today.
1: Yeah, sorry again to keep you all uh, waiting. Uh, we had a little. Pick up there again, but uh, basically, going back to it, the fork in the road is where I was. Uh, We all know exactly what I'm talking about. Fork in the road. It's time to decide. Um, Basically, I felt like the evil spirits were basically tugging at me on one side, and what I believe was the Holy Spirit tugging on me on the other side. Now, honestly, I'm surprised that I'm sitting here telling you today that this battle that took place within me, I'm surprised to tell you that God won. But then again, I'm not surprised to tell you that the Holy Spirit, God, I'm not surprised that he won. because. Now I'm, I see the might. Now I see the power. Now I see the strength in the Lord. And, oh, man, it's it's so powerful. All these evil spirits that have been around me my entire life, I thought they were so powerful. I thought, man, these spirits are going to hold me down, and they're going to carry me to my grave. It's just going to be one, one big uh, nightmare before Christmas, and I'm just, you know— um, Jack the guy you know from that show you know I can just see it now just this dark existence this dark me fading away that's how everything's going to be just evil 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 and that 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 would have been how I would have seen my life ending but now thankfully I have a whole new outlook on life and that is because at that moment that day when I came to the fork in the road the fork in the road honestly was at my toilet in my bathroom, believe it or not. Oh, really? Honestly, and and that sounds, I know that sounds terrible, I know that sounds funny, but I say that just to let you folks know the realness, just so you can, unfortunately, picture yourself there with me, uh, and I'm telling you, I wasn't using the restroom, I just found myself in the restroom, sort of a a timeout, uh, if you will. Um, but I just found myself there in the bathroom, and I felt, I felt, I felt like there was something on my right side, there was something on my left side, and I almost felt like it was time to choose. I had to go one way or another. And in that moment, I can't really explain what happened. It was to me it was a miracle what happened because I've I've never felt this before in my life and I've I haven't felt it since and it was a very surreal, almost unbelievable feeling. But I basically fell to my knees right in front of that toilet and I told myself, Okay, this isn't gonna work. Not in front of a toilet. That's not how I want this to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So basically I, I turned from the toilet and I said, Okay, it's good here in the bathroom, it's not gonna be facing the toilet. But today is the day that I'm gonna accept Christ. And I'm gonna do what that that pastor told me to do after that, that funeral where I got up and spoke. And I'm gonna do what these two gentlemen in my life that have taken a liking to me and helping me, these Christians, I'm going to do what they've been telling me for the last month, and two months, three months, however long it had been. They had been telling me to pray also. So finally I did the one thing that I totally always overlooked, always half-heartedly did, never really took serious. I prayed. It was simple. I just prayed, and it sounds silly, but works because at that moment I prayed, and when I did, Manny, I, I called on called on Jesus Christ because at the moment people people get this part of my story when I tell them they they tell this part and they just wonder they say well, please explain to me how, why Jesus, why not Buddha, or why not Muhammad, or why not this person, or that person, or whoever, or why wasn't it just God? And I tell everyone the same thing. I did not choose who I was going to pray to, but, I took it serious when I did pray. And immediately, immediately, almost like like one of those things where you just you just automatically know it and you don't know how you know it, but you know it. But immediately once I started to pray, I could feel his presence. I never saw him. I never saw Jesus Christ. I I don't know what he looks like. I have no clue what he really, truly looks like. I really don't know. But I can tell you what that feeling was like. And I can tell you that once you feel it, once you feel what I felt, you don't have to see it. Nothing has to be said, but you will feel it. Because I'm telling you, Manny, and everyone listening out there, When I prayed, for some reason, I said, Father. I just, I don't even know why I said, Father, because now being a Christian, now knowing, you know, it all makes sense now, but at the time, I had no clue what I was saying, but I said it almost like someone put it in my mouth. But I said, Father. And before I could say anything else, it's like he already knew everything I had to say. He took every word I was about to say out of my mouth. And it's like he put it in a bag. And it's like him telling me, son, I know everything you've got to say before you even say it. And I could feel his presence. And it wasn't Buddha. It wasn't Muhammad. It wasn't anyone else. It wasn't, it wasn't anyone, any prophet, it wasn't Moses, it wasn't Abraham, it wasn't David. It wasn't even John the Baptist, who I respect so much. But, it was Jesus Christ. And I know that in my heart. And when Jesus Christ comes to you, or you yourself go to Jesus Christ, that's a hard thing to back away from. That's a hard thing to to know, to feel him the way I did. If at that moment I would have said, You know what? I'm not on your side. I don't I don't I don't believe in you. I could have easily did that. But I was in awe of him. His presence that wrapped around me. I didn't have to see him, I felt him. And it was a feeling that I'll never Probably feel again in my life because I'd never felt it to that moment. You're talking about the greatest feeling you'll ever feel.
0: That's when. When that's you that first. You get when when you first do it. The first time you accept them, man.
1: Absolutely. The
0: first time you accept it's, them, it, you it. have that feeling, and and a lot of people go their whole lives without feeling that, which is sad. But at the same time, many many people do. Do have that? You know, they they go through this whole whole sense of life saying like what am i here for what am i doing and then one day they just they just believe in him they believe in god or they or whatever faith they believe in and they it's it's not all just because of god it's just also spiritually you feel something spiritual that opens you up and not everyone gets that feeling
1: well, the Holy Spirit is God himself. That's what I believe. The Holy Spirit is God himself, and he He comes to live within us. I truly believe that. But, but we have to ask, you know, but why has he come? You know, because I had to ask myself that it, it, in that moment after I accepted Christ as my Savior, I knew the feeling that I felt. And I knew it was an amazing feeling. But it wasn't like... I all of a sudden had the key in my hand to be perfect. I, I, I'm still making mistakes. I am not perfect. I am a sinner, and that's why I'm a Christian. Some people get it confused. I had a young man tell me, he said, I could never be a Christian because I'm not perfect. And I said, son, that's exactly the wrong way to think about it. Because honestly, if you're a Christian and you've accepted the fact that you're a sinner, <laughs> You've already done the hard work. The hardest part about coming to the cross is the one thing about the cross that people are scared of, and that's the fact that the the cross confronts you. It tells you you're a sinner, and when you come to the cross, you have to admit it. You have to admit that you have spent your life in sin, but today is a new day, and thankfully for all of us, that God gave his only son to die for us on that cross so that now— We can repent, and we can be seen in the light of His Son, and we can go to heaven and live eternal life forever, eternal life. But going back, Manny, why has the Holy Spirit come to us? Why do you think the Holy Spirit would come to someone?
0: It's either in a time of need or a time of, pretty much that you've already accepted him in your life. So he comes in a form of a spirit and lets you know everything's all right. But mainly I feel like it's, 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 he comes to you in a time of need. So like when you're, you think life is over, you're sad, you're angry, unexpected, he'll just come into your life.
1: Well, you know, Manny, um, As of becoming becoming a Christian, and like I said, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes every day, and I ask God to please forgive me for those sins and mistakes that I make, because I'm not perfect. If you're looking for a saint, I am not him. Thomas Collier is not a prophet. I am not a saint. I'm not a perfect man in no way. But now that I am a Christian, uh, I, I do feel the importance of spreading the gospel, and the gospel is the good news that, jesus christ is alive and i believe that one day he will return when we need him the most and luckily that time has not come thankfully that time has not come because i believe there is hope for the mankind and i believe there's hope for this earth still yet and i believe that's why he hasn't come because they still believe it. the father believes it the son believes it and the holy spirit but also manny i believe that the holy spirit it, it comes to convict us. It, come, it comes to convict us of our sin. Um, it, it reveals to us that we are sinners, basically. And we cannot come to Christ unless the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin. And that's what I truly believe. I truly believe that. He also convinces us of our truth about Christ as our Savior. I believe that. The Holy Spirit gives us a new life. Those evil spirits I had a, around me, that was a terrible life. I can tell you now, even though I had the greatest things I could ever want, like I said, a wife and children, everything I dreamed of in my entire life, I was still, still depressed, still angry, still sad, yeah, this and that, complaining, making excuses, not being a man. I, I had to step up. And when we give our lives to Jesus and we trust in him as our Savior and our Lord, the Spirit renews our souls, and it brings us to God. It brings us to God. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It brings us to God. And the Holy Spirit came to me, and he rescued me from all those evil spirits, Manny, that I truly believe were around me my entire life. And I don't feel those evil spirits anymore, but I will say they make an appearance every day. They try. They try. You have to constantly call on the Lord. You know,
0: oh, yeah. people think it's not, think of, it's people, not a one time deal. It's, a, it's right. a constant thing.
1: You have to constantly fight these spirits off or they will enter you. They will come into you. You'll see yourself getting angry at your wife. You'll see yourself being angry at work. And you'll look back the next day and say, why was I so angry? Maybe I shouldn't have talked to my coworkers that way. You know, I was kind of out of line, but, you know, also ask yourself, you know, what's your relationship with God? Have you prayed today? Have you been holy? You know, have you read your Bible? Have you been to church? You know, Have you called your neighbor and spoke with him and checked on him, made sure he's okay? Your family, are they okay? Do you even know? All of that stuff's important. We have joy, and we have peace, and we have a new direction in our lives by the Spirit of God, Manny. He has imparted us to the very life of God. You know, the Bible also teaches that the Holy Spirit produces fruit in our lives. Oh, really? Yes.
0: So fruit, fruit as in. in our
1: lives. And then our thoughts, our words, actions, motives, all of that, you know, all of that we think of, all of that is included in that. I just know that Holy Spirit to me, was what came to me that day. I truly believe that I knew that evil spirits were around me, but the Holy Spirit is what saved me. It brought me to Christ. And I didn't quite understand why Christ, but I've spent... Day in and day out, every moment that I could, outside of my family and everything, you know, work related, outside of that, I've spent so much time invested in reading my Bible, reading about Jesus Christ, trying to find out who is Jesus Christ? Who is he? And, you know, I look back and I, and I see a man that was so different from any other man. And I, and I see how. How he was treated and mistreated and people laughed at him and, and, and spat at him and, and treated him bad, you know. And and I look back to moments in the Bible that stand out for the Pharisees and the scribes. They found out he was building a spiritual kingdom, and they really wanted nothing to do with him after that. They didn't understand why – how could you have sermons and not charge for it? And why wouldn't you want a golden kingdom, you know? Why would you want this spiritual kingdom? And Jesus' answer to the Pharisees and the scribes was, bring me a coin. All right? Who's on that coin? Caesar. Okay? Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. He wasn't about money. And a lot of people at the time couldn't understand that. But me looking back now, knowing the world that I know that they didn't know, because we live in a total different time, we've got to look back and say this happened and that happened. They couldn't look forward and say this is going to happen, but we can look back, thankfully. And when I look back, what do I see? We will see? 2,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, this all took place. And this man died, and still to this day, people talk about him. Still to this day, people can't escape him because somehow someone may have an image of Christ or what they think is an image of Christ. You'll see it. You'll see a cross somewhere. You will see a cross. You will hear his name. You're hearing me speak his name. He's been in every generation and every decade that you can imagine. Everyone that ever was, he was there. Every war, he was there. Every tragedy, every moment like this, this coronavirus, this COVID-19 that we're going through, he's here now. Because my belief is, is Jesus Christ is still alive. You know, one of the most magnificent stories I ever heard, Manny, was when there was a man that took over Germany right after Adolf Hitler had demolished it and, and turned it into what he had turned it into. But the chancellor that took over Germany after him, he tried his best to rebuild Germany. And for the most part, he did rebuild Germany. But you know, at the end, when he was about to retire, that chancellor of Germany called on a, a famous uh, pastor, preacher, evangelist. Uh, from America named Billy Graham and Billy Graham went over there and he met with the chancellor from Germany And and he asked Billy Graham he said sir do you believe in everlasting life and Billy Graham said well yes I believe that the Bible teaches it he said yes I do too and he said do you know something the chancellor of Germany said this he said you know I've looked at the world and where it's going And I've looked at the shape of mankind, and I truly believe that Jesus Christ, if he is not alive, there is no hope for mankind. Now, is that a statement to make from the chancellor of Germany, the man who took over Germany after Adolf Hitler, who vowed to make it a great country again after he was brought to shame? After this man stood up to try to reclaim this territory and bring these people up, he felt like after seeing what he saw as the Chancellor of Germany, that if Jesus Christ is not alive, there is no hope for mankind. Now that's a that's a thing right there to be said, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By the Chancellor of Germany of all people.
0: That's just – that's just to hear that, I I didn't even know that the Chancellor of Germany said something like that.
1: Absolutely. It's a fact. You can go – and you can look it up. You can Google it right now, and I hope that everyone would because that would bring them even closer to Christ if they did. So that would be a wonderful thing. Um, But, you know, Manny, I have to say, you know, like I stated earlier, I'm not perfect. And just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean I'm perfect. I, I spent most of my life sinning. I have a lot to make up for. I have a lot of people to make up with. I have a lot that I need to do now. And my goal now going forward in my life is to take what I've learned. Unfortunately, the bad, the evil side was a learning experience experience for me so i have to take what i learned from that and now that has brought me to christ because i'm i'm stronger with the holy spirit because i feel like i respect it more than probably the average person would because just because of how my connection with the evil spirits I felt them my entire life. So when they were lifted away from me and the Holy Spirit came into my life, it's a feeling that I would, I would hope that all my friends and family and loved ones, I would hope that everyone in the entire world, no matter where you are right now, anyone can find Christ and have their life turned around the same way I did. It's an easy thing to do. It is very, very simple. And, and I feel like that a lot of people, Manny, they don't even know, they don't even know where to, to begin with.
0: They, they really, really don't. don't. They, yeah, man, they no, don't. One, no one, well, not no one, but a lot of people out there don't really care to look into that. You know, they don't really look, they don't really care to look into God or Jesus these days. And that's, that's, that's a pretty sad thing.
1: It is, Manny, and... Now that I'm a Christian, and now that I do want to spread the gospel and the good news to everyone, I want everyone to know my story just for the simple fact that I want them to know that someone can come from the baddest part of town, can believe in the baddest things in the world, or maybe someone out there right now listening on your show, Manny, right here on this episode, someone's listening right now, and they feel like that they've, they've done some things in their life, that are just too unforgivable. I'm here to tell you, no sin is unforgivable. You can still go to Christ. You can still go to the cross. It's very simple. And I I was at a point in my life, most of my life, where I didn't even know to to begin where to go. And that's why now, honestly, Manny, my goal one day is to become a pastor, but not just a pastor. I, I would love love to be able to call myself an evangelist preacher one day just for the simple fact an evangelist they they travel the world they don't necessarily just have a church they like to travel the world and spread the good news all around the world and and that's sort of like where i want to go with things right now in my life and i'm spending a lot of time studying i'm hoping to one day You know, get all the certifications I need and whatever whatever paperwork I need to call myself a pastor or evangelist. And I want to travel this whole entire world, whether it be Mexico, Japan, Africa, Australia, England, you name it. I want to be there. I want to see you. I want to see the entire world, and I want everyone to know that coming to Christ is the best thing I ever did for my family, my wife, myself. And all my friends, anyone who knows me knows that ever since I found Christ, it is just the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me. And I want everyone to feel that because there's someone out there, God is telling me, Manny, he's telling me right now, I can feel it. There is someone who is going to listen to this podcast, who is going to take this message and they're going to run with it and they're going to do wonderful things. They're going to find Christ and they're going to do wonderful things in their life. But guess what? Right now, It doesn't look like a possibility. That person who's listening right now is thinking, it it, it can't be me he's talking about, or it's impossible that I could do anything like that. But I'm asking you all right now, if you're feeling down on your luck, maybe it's the coronavirus that's got you depressed or down, or you've lost your job. Or whatever, whatever's got you down. Maybe, it, maybe it's a marriage problem, or a financial problem, or a burden put on you with the mortgage company, or you know, maybe someone's put a lien on your car, or somebody's out there towing your car right now. Who knows? But someone out there is going to hear this message, and I, I want to take this opportunity, if you don't mind, Manny, I'd like to take this opportunity for any one of your listeners who would love the opportunity or accept the opportunity to come to Christ, I would like to allow them the opportunity right now on your show right here, right here, right now on the Just Manny show. On the Just Manny show, they can come to Christ right now. Would you allow that, Manny?
0: Oh, yeah, man. Most definitely.
1: Okay, then 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 let's do that because I know there's some people out there listening right now and they've been lost. They don't know where to go. And I'm here to tell you my name is Thomas Collier. And I am a man of faith, I am a Christian, and I am not perfect, I was a sinner, and I've been a sinner most of my life, but I've asked God for forgiveness, and I know that he has come to me, and he is protecting me, and he is with me through the Holy Spirit, and I know exactly how you feel, you must feel terrible right now. There's a lot of things that's got you down. This world is cold. This world has a lot of evil spirits in it. There's so many evil spirits out there right now trying to get at us. They're trying to turn this podcast off right now. They're hoping and praying they can just turn this phone off so I can't finish this message. But we're going to finish it right now for all of you out there that are tired and lonely and feel like you got nowhere to turn. Thankfully, right now on the Just Manny Show, we're going to take a moment I just want everyone to be, taking a real deep breath, I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to repeat right after me, and I'm going to say it so you can repeat after me word for word, and we're going to bring you to Christ right now, right here on the Just Manny Show. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sin and rose from the dead. I turned from running my own life and now I ask you to run it. I invite you to come into my heart and life I trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, Manny, right now. Thank you so much for that opportunity.
0: No problem, no problem. For
1: people for people out there listening right now, I hope you, I pray, because hoping will only get you so far, I pray that some of you out there, all of you out there, will do just that you will pray and bow your head accept the fact that you were a sinner and go to christ and that's that's what i hope for everyone in the world is to find the father and the only way to find the father is through the son because i'm telling you manny if i gave my son up for this world that's a sacrifice i would hope the world would acknowledge it too Because if we can't acknowledge Jesus here on earth, then he can't acknowledge us in front of the Father because he doesn't even know who we are. So when my spirit makes it to the foot foot of the Father, when I'm at his feet and the Son is next to him and the Son can't recognize me, I would be ashamed of that. But the Father will know that I know the Son when I'm at the Father's feet. And I hope that everyone can say that one day because it's a very special thing. Because God loves us. He loves us so much that he gave his only son for us. Because after a while, the cattle, the sheep, the ox, all of that was no longer good enough for a sacrifice. It, came, it got to the point where the world was so out of control, there was only one way it could be cleansed without being destroyed again. We all remember when it was destroyed before by water. And then it was left to Noah and his family. But God didn't want to put us through that again. There had to be another way, and that way was through the sun. And I, I'm blessed to say that. And I'm blessed that you allowed me to come on to your show today, Just Manny, because I truly believe that someone somewhere was meant to hear this show, this episode.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: and thanks thanks to this avenue, thanks to this show,
0: hopefully today they came to christ. Oh yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you Thomas for coming on this show today and I'm glad that I could bring someone like you to spread a little bit of positivity in this dark world at this time. And to everyone else listening, please, you know, give me a follow on Instagram. If you have any questions about this show, if you want to get in contact with Thomas somehow, if that's okay with you Thomas. Um, they can email me at show at yahoo.com or DM me at show on Instagram. And also, um, just like and subscribe to the show if you really do like the show and the content that I'm providing. And thanks everyone for listening.
1: Absolutely. And Manny, could I just say real quick if they want to get in touch with me, if someone out there listening needs to get in touch with me for any reason, Uh, I I, I am looking for anyone and everyone to join me on my calls and spreading the gospel and and going across the whole world. So anyone who wants to be a part of my team and and help me in my journey across this entire globe, please, you can just hit me up at Thomas Collier, that's C-O-L-L-I-E-R-316 at gmail.com. Thomas Collier. 316 at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Just Manny, and the Just Manny Nation.
0: No problem, no problem at all. Well, thank you, Thomas, again. And hopefully we'll bring another great episode to you guys soon. Y'all have a good day.
1: Todo el mundo en el clapotella para todo el mundo, hey, hasta para los que se viraron y me tiraron bendiciones para todo el mundo. Hey, salud y vida para todo el mundo en el clapotella para todo el mundo, hey, hasta para los que se viraron y me tiraron bendiciones para todos los que me maldicen. que me perdonen si algo le hice no hables de hipocresía no, que se contradicen yo combino la DC hoy con los días grises Eso no hablas de eso, háblame de progreso, ellos me sacan el dedo mientras yo les